Welcome to the Glow Up Girl podcast. I'm Kyra Mitchell-Lewis and thank you for joining. How's everyone doing out there? Hope your week is off to a fabulous start. Well, it's Tuesday and you know what that means. There is a new episode of the Glow Up Girl podcast heading your way right now. I'm really excited to have this conversation I'm going to have today with Lindsay Lathrop, who is a career self-promotion and negotiation coach. That's a mouthful, right? (laughs) Well, I'm really excited to talk to Lindsay today because we're going to touch on the art of self-promotion, which a lot of us are not comfortable with. As you think about your career, as you think about your businesses and where you'd like for them to go, you really have to have that ability to play up the things that you are really good at, to focus on the areas in which you win. So if it's your company, what are the things I'm really good at? What services can I provide to someone that helps me stand out against the competition? And if you are a professional, you know, and you're trying to get promoted or you're wanting a raise, you have to be able to point out those wins very clearly and things that you have done to help the company reach their goals. So while it may not be a comfortable topic that we are all, you know, eager to discuss, it is a needed topic. And Lindsay will be here in a few minutes to share some tips and talk about the services that she offers as well and how she can help you grow into a more confident promoter of yourself. All right, so before I go to break, I'd like to thank my sponsor today, Perfect Match Jewelry. You can visit perfectmatchjewelry.com and find unique and amazing jewelry for $5. That's right, $5. They have the perfect jewelry to complement your amazing style. So shop Perfect Match 24-7 online, or you can check out their live Facebook shopping events. So if you want to find them, reach them at perfectmatchjewelry.com. Stay tuned. I'll be right back with Lindsay. Welcome back to the Glow Up Girl podcast. I'm Kyra. I'm so pleased now to be joined by Lindsay. So welcome, Lindsay, to the Glow Up Girl podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited for this conversation. Yes, yes. Well, let's go ahead. Let's dive in. Before you start to drop lots of nuggets of great advice on us, let's learn a little bit about you and what you do. Sure. So my name is Lindsay Lathrop and I am a certified coach and gender equity consultant. So that means I work both of the sides when it comes to helping women self, uh, self-promote and build negotiation skills. And then I work with companies to help them create inclusive and equitable work culture so that those women can thrive and have great careers. Yes. Yes. And man, Everything about what you do is so important and it's so important right now because, you know, we still, unfortunately, some companies were still in places. So first of all, I want to say kudos to the companies that have reached out to you that you are working with, who, you know, is actually addressing these, um, these issues and concerns, because it's really important because so often with women, you know, we are 
the <laughs> we're sort of like the backbone in a lot of these um, companies and on these important projects and but not quite getting the recognition that we deserve. So I am so I'm so glad we have someone like you that is out there to help us. Um, the, the art of self-promotion and negotiating doesn't always come easy for for women. Nope. And it yeah. nor should it because we are not socialized. as our male counterparts are. So it's, you know, there's the stories we're telling ourselves in our heads, but there's also the stories that society, you know, throws our way. And then we download that at a very early age. I think it's like age two or three Kyra that we start to pick up on gender norms. If you can believe that. It's so young. Yes. So young. I mean, yeah. So, so is that, so is that the reason why have you chosen to focus on teaching self-promotion skills. Yeah. To me, it feels like we all know about the gender pay gap, the gender leadership gap. We know the sad statistics. I don't, I don't need to get into that depressing um, (laughs) side of things, but you know, to me, I think negotiating and self-promotion, those two skills are, are skills that anyone can build. It's Mm -hmm. not like you're naturally confident. I'm naturally confident. I'm not, I am absolutely not a naturally confident person, but this is the way that we can personally help ourselves change our economic trajectory by learning how to do this stuff. And really, I think we get in our own way because we think that, or we put people on pedestals that can do it, or we'll say, Oh, but I'm introverted. It's like, Mm. I'm introverted too. Like, I can't (laughs) wait to go and like be by myself after this, you know, but, and (laughs) like, you can be both and it's okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can, you can learn how to advocate for yourself. So, um, and I'll say like, I grew up in like my career started in the nonprofit sector, which Mm. is full of women who Mm. will give of themselves over and over and over to the point of burnout. And then they blame themselves that they're burnt out. Meanwhile, they're not getting paid well and they're not asking because they think it would be greedy or selfish or whatever. And so I saw that all in my, like when I was first coming into my career and I was like, this is like not sustainable. And Mm -hmm. I wasn't, I was never taught to negotiate. And I just Mm kind of picked up on this, like, this isn't, this isn't what I want for my life. I don't want to make $40,000 and not be able to support myself or have the kind of life that I want to build, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. it's just not sustainable. So, um, when I started coaching, this was a consistent theme that kept coming up this self-worth lack of confidence with asking for things for yourself, the feeling of feeling like it was selfish or self-serving to leverage relationships. Like women are they will say to the moon and back, they're great. They're great relationship builders. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. when you take it further, and ask about, well, how are you leveraging those relationships? Right. So you can both, you know, you both have skills and strengths. How are you leveraging those? And the word using, I don't want to use people, Lindsay. Mm. So I find that so yeah. curious. It so is. I've, I've kind of <laughs> launched into lots of different topics here, but to me, I think this is the way forward and mm-hmm. it doesn't take much actually to build these skills. Yeah, no, no. I think everything you said is 
So first of all, it's really important because we understand, I understand why this is important to you. But as a woman working in corporate America, I understand and relate to everything that you just said. So um, first, I want to talk about um, advice that you would give to people listening or watching about, you know, the art of marketing yourself. Mm. <laughs> because that yeah. doesn't, you know, people, like you said, people are like, well, I don't want to, like, I don't want to use somebody. I don't want f- um, people to feel like I'm like, just, you know, talking about me, but that's an, important um, to, mm. for people to understand what you bring to the table. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, it goes, you cannot ignore the socialization. So anytime you have a thought like that, mm-hmm. you have to question where it came from. You know, it's, it starts really young. So if you, uh, have you ever heard that phrase, like, um, you're getting too big for your britches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I like, where does that? Yeah. But that that's, was a that was, Look, that's a Southern. Look, that's a Southern phrase. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and I heard that plenty of times growing up Mm -hmm. and you start to be like, Oh, like in order for me to be liked, you know, I need to be the good girl. I need to, I need to play by others rule, other people's rules. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) it's interesting thinking about rules. There's, you probably have heard this, this statistic. It's like women will only apply if they meet like 60% or a hundred percent and men yes. will apply if they meet like 50 or 60. <laughs> yes. Look yes. at your face. Yes. Right. <laughs> and Tara Moore, who's a leadership coach, she um, has the playing bigger. She wrote the um, book playing big. She investigated this because she's like, is it that women don't lack confidence or is it something else? And what she found Kyra is that it's because women are socialized. Girls are socialized to follow the rules. Mm. So it wasn't that women lack confidence. It was that we felt like if the job description says Mm -hmm. these are the requirements, then I'm not going to put my name forward unless I have those requirements because I don't want to waste the person's time. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Right. Like, uh, yeah. Always thinking about the other or the other person. Bingo. Bingo. (laughs) So to that, I would say that is very important. Like we Mm -hmm. women for a long, long time, did not have resources. So the way to resources was to be liked. So if you think about it, likability for women is a survival skill. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean to downgrade that, but again, like get curious where that thought is, is anyone saying this about you? You know, like I'm selfish, I'm greedy. Who's saying this? Or is it just like your brain, which is its job description is to have these, you know, to produce Mm -hmm. thoughts. You don't have to get so attached to every single thought you have. Mm -hmm. And there are also people who are self-promoting and they've come up with their own style and you can too. You don't Mm -hmm. have to be the like obnoxious guy (laughs) you're probably picturing down the hall who like loves himself and can't get enough of his own voice. (laughs) right and you don't have to hide either so they're they're somewhere in between for you I promise yeah (laughs) yeah no I think that's that's really important um because you know and a lot of times too I think with these jobs you know jobs and job descriptions you know that come up and just say like I'm thinking about it from like even an internal like inside of your organization, mm-hmm. chances are the woman has already taken on 
most of the responsibilities in this job description. And, um, but you mean you wouldn't just give me the job because I'm already doing it. I think, okay. So that's, that's probably a very, like, that's a, that's a sore spot for me is organizations that, you know, well, it's okay for the person to do the work and have the responsibility, but you won't give them the job. You won't give them the title. You won't give them the money. And I will have to say, I've seen it both ways. I've seen it happen to um, probably like younger men. I've seen this happen to younger men. And I've seen this happen repeatedly with women where it's like, well, just keep doing it, keep doing it. You know, and then I think a lot of times with women um, is that women just you have this hope and belief that the company will do right by you because you are doing right by them. And I have learned, you know, just person, personal experience doesn't work like that. It doesn't because we are the center of our own universes. Mm -hmm. So there's this, it's called um, spotlight bias. So Mm -hmm. we think that people are watching and judging and just paying attention to us way Mm -hmm. more often than they actually are because Mm -hmm. we're paying attention to ourselves. Right, Right. So what happens is, and I think what you're talking about, Kyra, is that we wait to be recognized Mm -hmm. because we're Mm -hmm. like, our, how could our boss not see that we have picked up this extra, like this person just left Yeah, full time person just left. I have yeah. taken over their job and I'm doing my job and I'm doing it really yeah. well. How could this person not notice this? Mm-hmm. They have their own stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You ha- So that's like your accomplishments, like your contributions, like they do not speak for themselves. And you will be waiting as you've mm-hmm, seems mm-hmm. like you have personally found out for a long time to be recognized or credited. Yeah. So that's why you have to be your own PR person at work. Mm-hmm. You have to give your accomplishments a voice. Otherwise, you're, you're gonna right. Just, yeah. You're, you're going to be resentful is what's going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. Cause I've seen, I, you know, I've seen it. And this was like when I was a lot younger, when I was like in the waiting mode and waiting to see, you know, if they're going to do the right thing. But now, at, you know, as I've gotten older and more wiser <laughs> now, I'm just like, no, I mean, you're going to know about like these responsibilities that I've just picked up that were just hanging out there. And I mean, I think there's a, you know, obviously a way, a tactful way to, you know, so whenever yeah. I'm in, whenever I'm in my one-on-ones with my manager, I'm always, you know, like I go through, you know, my responsibilities and then I always speak to, and now in the additional responsibilities that I've taken on for X for this role. And then I walk through those because I never want you to not to not know or not remember that, you know, that, no, this is getting done somehow. It's not the magic. I always used to joke when we were working in our office, I kept this like printout on the side of my computer that was like all these different stick figures. And so they all had all these, they, they all had these different personalities. And so when people would come over and someone was like, okay, so I'm going to need your help with the project. So finally, after a while, I just started to like, I look at my desk and I go, oh, so which of these stick figures would you like for me to have help you? Because uh, I'm not going to be able to do it right now. I mean, if I already got That's more work. Hilarious. <laughs> That is so oh funny. I, just, I love was, that. 
And it was a running joke with, um, I mean, my manager knew about like, which she would come over and I go, no, no. Do, would you like for me to call one of the state figures in balls? <laughs> but what you are doing, what you were, what you were doing is so smart because you were using humor. So yeah. humor is such a great play here. Yeah. yeah. And that's <laughs> again, like the art of self-promotion. You will, mm-hmm. I also use humor and it, yeah. in terms of, you know, and it just helps get the people like, okay, yeah, you're right. And I think also what you're getting it to is that women are way more uh, likely to take on non-promotable tasks, Mm -hmm. right? So these tasks at work that just get done, it's like these no invisible gnomes are just doing it. When we were in the office, like office housework, perfect example. That's not getting paid. (laughs) Like you're not getting paid for that. Mm -hmm. And the more you do stuff like that, the more you build this perception of, helpful. That's mm-hmm. like, you're going to stay in that lane. No mm-hmm. one wants to promote office mom. They mm-hmm. want to keep office mom where she is. <laughs> I love that. You keep, that... If you, right. Uh-huh. Yeah. No office. Yep. Like, no, we love office mom. Keep her here. Don't like mm-hmm. send yeah. her up. Because <laughs> guess who's going to do it. Who's going to do it. If she's not, who's going to do it. If she's not here. It. Yeah, I know. You know what? What you said is um, is so important. And I think it was a topic. Gosh, I think I had this discussion with um, someone that I worked with maybe like late last year. And what everything you said, it's like one of those things where sometimes the manager can even be guilty of taking advantage. Right. Um, Because it is that same thing, like the office mom. But it's also like when you're the um, team member that's the most reliable and dependable, and they know that they can get things that you could do things quickly. They know you can handle a lot of things. Um, that it's like, oh, well, I mean, if I were to like actually carve out this lane for this person to do the thing that they really, really are good at and want to do, then who's going to do all this other like stuff? Because I can't count because I can't count on these other people to fill the gap. Um, and I, and I think I told somebody, um, you know, I said, yeah, like, I'm not trying to be the gap filler, you know, like I don't, the gap filler doesn't get you the promotion. The gap nope. filler just gets you as the person that they can count on the person that's lot, the person that is the first name to roll off their tongue. When someone comes and says, man, we have this really big project. Oh, okay. Let's call the gap filler in <laughs> because gap filler is not going to say no. Gap filler, gap filler is not going to let you down <laughs> and the gap filler will like, I mean, they'll kill themselves if they have to in order to, um, and they're not going to ask for more gap filler is not going to go in there and say, Oh, I'm not doing this unless you give me $25,000. Like, you know, the woman gap filler is not the man gap filler is going to say, yeah, I mean, I've already got too much to do. So, I mean, are we looking at a promotion here? <laughs> Yeah. That's where I say be Aaron Brockovich, baby. Yeah. Like every time I I just recently rewatched that movie and I was like, man, this is such a a great negotiation movie. (laughs) (laughs) Is every time she gets some little more responsibility, she's like, yeah, you're going to pay me $10,000 more. (laughs) And I love it because if you think about it, like that probably was, if she didn't have a kid, or kids, I should say, mm-hmm. 
I wonder if she would have felt that pressure. So Mm -hmm. that's often, I, I hear a lot of clients talk about this women, especially where they're like, I'm fine advocating if it's for someone else. So that would be a great tip. It's Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. pretend you're advocating for someone else. And most likely you are, especially if you're partnered up or if you have a family, like the more money you make, Mm -hmm. the more like you get to call the shots at work, like that impacts your whole family Mm -hmm. and lifestyle. So you Mm -hmm. are, you are impacting other people by not negotiating or negotiating. So if that helps you, if that helps the Mm -hmm. negotiation bear come Mm -hmm. out, (laughs) fine. Use that. You know that about yourself, you know? Yes. Um, So Lindsay, what advice, what are your thoughts on negotiating? You know, I would say in a pandemic, because a lot of, you know, organizations, you know, a lot of lots of um, revenue goals aren't being met <laughs> currently. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of people aren't getting, you know, their standard raises um, just due to everything that's going on in the world. But I mean, obviously being sensitive to that, but the work, you know, probably hasn't changed for a lot of people in their everyday mm-hmm. lives. So what do you, what's your advice on, you know, negotiating you know, a new salary during this time, if you're a person that's taken on more responsibility. Yeah. So before negotiating, the first step is self-promotion. You cannot negotiate unless you have been Mm self-promoting, which means doing exactly what you were just talking about, Kyra, like making sure that you have consistent times with your manager, where you are sharing your wins, Mm -hmm. you're reporting on metrics If you, you cannot get to that point, you cannot ask for more anything unless people know your value. Mm -hmm. So what I've, the advice I've been giving folks right now, just knowing how, you know, a lot of industries are crunched. Mm -hmm. Is it the best time to ask for more money? Probably not, but I bet you, you have, you have a lot to do around your own self-promotion. So take this time to work Mm -hmm. on that. And when I say self-promotion, I don't just mean inside of your company. Mm -hmm. I mean, outside of your company, in your industry, like, so, you know, this idea of like poachability, right? Like we Mm -hmm. all know those Mm -hmm. friends who have like never applied for a job in their life. They just Mm -hmm. like these new opportunities, just find them. That's not by accident. Yeah. Yeah. They have, they have networked and built relationships and leveraged relationships outside of their companies. So it's two, mm-hmm. you, it's both, it's both. And like, you need to network inside of your company. Mm-hmm. So you have to think about who are your career decision makers or the people you need to influence to mm-hmm. get to whatever you want for your career. If you don't know who those people are, like that's your homework. That's like number one, <laughs> who are like five people. Right. And then Ideally, you'd have like five people inside of your company, five people outside of your company. And mm-hmm. that kind of becomes your to-do list. Schedule one a month. Like mm-hmm. who's like every month you check in and add value in some way. Okay. So the other thing is like, there are lots of industries that have grown in the mm-hmm. pandemic. Mm-hmm. They have thrived. So don't tell yourself this idea or this um, lie that there is not money to be asked for. Mm-hmm. In this past year, I have helped it's probably around $150,000, $60,000 of raises nice. in a pandemic Yeah, ne- yeah. to negotiate. Mm-hmm. So people, I think, are just like looking at their value systems, including companies. And companies know they're going to get left behind if they don't do something around 
mm-hmm. equity, inclusion, pay, mm-hmm. pay equity, because younger generations are demanding this. Mm-hmm. So they're losing out on talent because like yeah. all genders are all, you know, there's been an uprising. And I think that <laughs> we're just going to see more of that. Mm-hmm. And so don't, don't give all of your power away to the companies because mm-hmm. if you, if those things matter to you, look on best places to work lists and whatever mm-hmm. the value is that you have and start looking at those companies because, you know, if, if like there are companies that will pay you well, mm-hmm. and you might not be able to negotiate because they have set their pay in an equitable way, but they will tell you about it. Mm-hmm. They will put it in their job posting, please. I wish more companies would advertise the pay range. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They won't ask you about salary history. Cause that shit's illegal. You can't mm-hmm. ask <laughs> salary history <laughs> and a lot of, right. Mm-hmm. So, so they are going to, they're going to know that stuff so that when you get to the point where you're saying, you know, is there any flexibility? Do I still think you should ask? Absolutely you know, but mm-hmm. there are other things beyond pay that you can negotiate for. And I think people don't think about those things, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's a specific week during March that you always go away and you absolutely, like I've had people put that in their contract. I always get this week off no matter mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can do I, that. I I love that. And I love that. I love everything you just said, because I do think it is important for people to realize that they're are other opportunities. And I remember saying this to, um, even to my manager, I was just like, um, <laughs> or maybe she like brought it up about something about LinkedIn. I was like, oh yeah, like LinkedIn is like, LinkedIn profiles are like jumping right now. I was like, I have like all these messages all the time about people who are asking me about jobs and, you know, and, and stuff. And she said, oh, I know like me too, because, you know, I, even though she, like she had just started this year and she's like, yeah, I had to like tell people I wasn't interested. And so, you know, I mentioned that to her, you know, when we were like having a one-on-one, I was like, look, here's the thing that the organization has to understand is that people are hiring there are jobs out there and they are looking for good people. So, I mean, either they get on board with, um, you know, the, 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 the pay and people's salaries um, begin to look like what salaries they're competitive with salaries for all and not just for some, um, because I said people are going to leave. And then another thing you said earlier that um, I actually just thought about and realized this week is that about, you know, having those connections. And I thought about, I said, wow, like since really, since I, my first job in the internship, that turned into a full-time job. I have never like found a job through like applying for a job. It's always been somebody saying, Hey, we've got this opportunity here. And I think you'd be good. You'd be good for this role. So go ahead and apply it. And I'll tell them, you know, I've already talked to like the hiring manager and I was like, Oh my gosh, like I've not had to like actively mm-hmm. like see, like I've applied for a lot of jobs. Right. But I mean, but all the ones, but all the opportunities that I've taken have come from like connections and somebody saying, you know, I had a boss from a previous job that hired me at a previous job to hire me at the job I'm at today. You know, she was like, when she left, she's like, oh, I'm going to come back and get you. And I was like, yeah, sure you are lady. (laughs) 
And, you know, like maybe like two, three years later, she's like, well, I'm here. I've got this opportunity. I want you to come work for me again. And so, you know, so yeah, I think that's so important. Like what you said about making sure you have those connections inside the company, but also those are making those connections outside. And right now is like still a really good time. I mean, Every just, you know, you can set up Zoom calls with people. You can meet people just in the industry, you know. I know, and it's like, what are you afraid? Like, what do you have to lose? Like, all people can do is say, hey, no, I'm sorry, I'm really busy right now. I can't. But a lot of times if people are really over, like if they're having a busy period or time, they may be able to connect you to someone else. And so it's just, yeah. But not nay, ask them to. Yeah, yeah. That's because very again, true. like, like everything you just talked about, that didn't just happen because of the universe. Like that happened, Kyra, because you were intentional. Your connections remember you. Like, I know a lot of people have different relationships with the word brand, you know, like having mm-hmm. a professional brand. I get lots <laughs> of eye rolls about that, but we it's do. important. Your, <laughs> it's important. Your brand is your reputation. Yes. <laughs> so like that, that woman you were talking about, she could have gone in, worked at like some other industry that's not even related to yours. Still remember you as a worker, a professional, and been like, I want her energy. I don't care. We'll mm-hmm. figure a way out or a way to transition or like, mm-hmm. you know, get her over here. Mm-hmm. That's, I think women, again, it goes back to this, like following the rules. We're like, well, I don't have that. It does not matter. Do you know how like transferable our skills are? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> Don't get so literal. Like, yeah, I know. Okay. Maybe you don't have a finance background, but I bet you like, if you're interested in finance, I like, what do you do personally around your finances? Like all of this applies. It's not Mm -hmm. just if you have a credential or a degree or whatever, like life experience matters and companies, I will say are making more of an effort to integrate that into their hiring Mm -hmm. and recruitment strategies. Yeah, I definitely think it's like a thing of the past when you are going to an industry that you may not have worked in or you don't have experience because like I work in marketing in my everyday role and I, the company, you know, I, I work in lighting now and I hadn't worked in lighting. I mean, I've worked at agencies, I've worked like for trade show companies, I've worked for a baby product and toy company. And I remember like saying, you know, someone I'm like, yeah, but guess what? At the end of the day, marketing is marketing. You're marketing to people. As long as I understand who the target audience is and I understand their pain points and their motivations, uh, I think I'm good to like come in here and do a, the sim- a similar thing that I've done everywhere else that I've gone. So, you know, don't let people try and, you know, trip you up when it's not an industry that you've been in. And I see it happen happening more often, you know, of course, as a woman with men, because it's like, oh, well, you know, I've got, I've been working in the industry for like 30 years. Well, congratulations to you, sir. <laughs> I'm very, very, I'm very proud of you. Glad that you found one industry that you want to work in forever. But me, not so much. Wanted to work in different industries, touching different types of products, because I mean, products are products. It's just how you market, how you tell the story. 
<laughs> exactly. And also Mr. 30 year career, like it's probably time you had some change because you're probably getting stale, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> but we, and I do think, I think you're right. I do think that attitude or like, you know, I, I think companies would see someone in a career even for 10 years and be like, mm-hmm. huh, that's kind of strange now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it yeah. definitely. Yeah. I think it definitely is. And, um, it, uh, you know, as long as somebody's not jumping like every six months to a different job. Right. But if somebody right. was like only in a job for like a year or, you know, I am always open to that as a hiring manager to like still look at them because I'm like, guess what? I applaud people for being able to step away from something that isn't working for them. Like life is too short. You know, yeah, many like 20, 30 years ago, you got in a role and you maybe stayed in a role that maybe didn't feel good to you. And you're like, oh, I'm just going to give it another year and see if it changes. Oh, I'm going to give it, you know, and maybe you do that. I said, but I applaud people for being able to say, mm, this is just not a good fit. Yeah. And, and we've yeah. decided to like, you know, I've decided to go somewhere else and I don't see, I see nothing wrong with that, but I hear a lot of times, like, you know, people like older people being like, oh, there's just a lot of movement in the resume. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> they need to update their yeah. files because yeah. it's just gaps even like I get a lot Mm because I write resumes and like I get a lot of concern around career gaps it's like who doesn't have a gap like and there are ways again to to frame it in a creative Mm -hmm. way so it's not so glaring like you know yeah I was unemployed like okay a lot of people have that and there's exactly and it's not like you weren't doing anything yeah life (laughs) like life sometimes life happens and I would much rather like someone just come in and have an honest conversation about their journey and where they've been, where they want to go versus somebody trying to like, you know, pad it and go, Oh, well, you know, this, this happened, this happened. Hey, that's your life. Like that, you know, we are good. Let's talk about today and where you want to go, how you want to move forward. Right. Yeah. Uh So, (laughs) So what Lindsay Talk to me about some of the ways you help women who may lack the confidence, you know, to talk about themselves. I know we've talked about a lot of things here today, but it it, it may not be as easy for everyone um, to sort of, you know, to start that. Yeah. Well, I'm going to answer that first by giving a tip. So knowing that this is not easy for lots of us, buddy up. So there are a couple of buddies you should have. One is an amplification buddy. So this is someone at work could also be in your industry because we're trying, we're doing both approaches here, but you just have each other's backs when it comes to sharing each other's wins. So I'll give a really tangible um, example. My husband and I, both entrepreneurs back before the pandemic, we would go to very similar networking events because we kind of are in similar industries Mm -hmm. before we would head in, we would pick a person. Each of us picks a person. Who do I need to be introduced to at this? Mm -hmm. What do I want you to say about me? And I did this vice versa. Mm -hmm. And it was so interesting. It's like when Colin would introduce me to this person, it was like a completely, Oh, wow. That's incredible. And vice versa. It's like, Mm -hmm. it was like a hype man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And and so that counts. 
And so that, and that this can be online as well. Like, think about it. It's like social proof, right? Mm -hmm. This person is like, but you can do this strategically. And like, if you want, um, your boss to know about something, but you know, it will be more impactful to be heard by someone else enlist that person, Mm -hmm. get them to do it on your behalf. Okay. So that's amplification. I like that. Yes. And then the second one is an accountability buddy. So pair up with someone else who lacks this confidence and just say like, Hey, would you co-work with me for like an hour a week? And we just focus on LinkedIn this time, like 30 minutes of it. We're just going to work on our profiles, maybe set a goal of messaging two people that are Mm -hmm. important to us. Mm -hmm. And then like, let's just check in or like, would you read my profile and I'll read yours. Like, Mm. what would you change? So this becomes your, like, mark your self-marketing buddy. And Mm -hmm. then you, like, you can set some specific, you know, career marketing. It's just like having a marketing plan, but it's for for your career. Yes. So those are, those are two tips. And the ways that I help women, I have a course called um, Promote Yourself Professionally that teaches women, how to do like all of the aspects. So not beyond a resume, I have resume covered on there, but LinkedIn profile writing, mm-hmm. um, thinking about how to actually I have an Asana template that has all of these ideas. Mm-hmm. How do you pitch yourself to podcasts? How do you start writing LinkedIn articles? Where do you begin? Because you don't feel like you're an expert in anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what else there's, um, how to make the most of your manager meetings, how to mm-hmm. ask for raises. So there are specifics. And then, um, I am such a, I'm kind of a dork for this stuff. So if I ever <laughs> see someone like on LinkedIn self-promoting really well, I screenshot it and there's, I'm part of, um, there's a Slack community called ladies get paid that I love. Mm. And I noticed, uh, recently there's a woman in there, Sarah, who had posted a link to her LinkedIn post that she had she wanted to get in front of people. And she asked the group to go on LinkedIn and like, and comment on it. Mm. Mm-hmm. I like and what it. What did yeah. I do? Mm-hmm. I went and liked and commented on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. this is like, what I mean is like, get out of your own way for asking for help mm-hmm. because whenever, in, if your ask is so specific, like Lindsay, can you write me a LinkedIn uh, recommendation and cover these three areas? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or better yet, like Lindsay, I wrote this uh, testimonial based on our work together. Are you cool to post this or would you change anything? Feel free. Cause I would love a testimonial or mm-hmm. review from you, mm-hmm. but that's like taking the initiative, writing, yeah. it, making it so simple for the person to do it, but people will do it if you ask them. Yes. So if you have those kinds of tangible things and you're buddied up, you're more likely to, to follow mm-hmm. through with it. Mm-hmm. You know, so promote yourself professionally is my online course. I work one-on-one with women, usually for three months at a time, like with a very specific goal. So whether that's going for a specific promotion, switching industries, negotiations, mm-hmm. um, asking for, you know, a certain benefit of some sort. So coming up with that kind of strategy and, um, and then I run free workshops all the time. So I'm a global facilitator for Google's hashtag. I am remarkable. And yeah, I'm in the top mm-hmm. 100, which is pretty cool. Oh, and awesome. um, so that initiative definitely, we actually just ended hashtag I am remarkable week. 
And that initiatives all around helping women learn the skills of self-promotion, uh, women in underrepresented groups, and then mm-hmm. challenging the perceptions of self-promotion because both men and women don't like self-promotional women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how do we, even women to women, woman to woman, right? Like how do we break mm-hmm. down some of those perception, negative perceptions? So those are really the areas. And then I post on my Instagram, lots of different tips. I have a blog that has, again, lots of examples of um, mm-hmm. how to do this stuff. But it's just, if you can tell, you probably can tell, I could talk all day about this. (laughs) I I love all, I mean, I love it. And I think it's such helpful and needed information. Um, What can you tell the audience, your website, how they can find you on social? Yeah, absolutely. So on Instagram, I'm at coach underscore Linz, L-I-N-S. And then my website is lindsaylathrop.com. Fantastic. Awesome. Thank you. This is been such a great conversation. So <laughs> I love talking. I love talking shared experiences and especially when it's things that can help women. Um, obviously, no offense to my male listeners out there, but I think that um, when it does come to us being able to self-promote, um, it's, it's, uh, it take, it's a journey. It takes some steps to get there. It's not, it's not the first thing that we are comfortable with most times, even if we are doing amazing things, it's like, Oh, well, I mean, I don't want anybody to think that I'm like, you know, look, getting too big for my britches. Yeah. (laughs) Get big for your britches. Let's just, let's just mic drop there. Bust bust out your britches. So maybe when you have that thought of, I don't want to get too big for my bitches to say, bust the seams, girls, bust, bust the, the seams. seams. Let's start that as a hashtag. That's right. That's great. Hashtag <laughs> who's busting seams, seams today. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So we're going to move into our last segment, which is five things with Lindsay. This gives the audience a little bit more insight into who you are. Um, yeah. So the, my first question is, how do you start the day? Oh, that would be in my garden. I have a vegetable (laughs) garden and cup of coffee and watering for the day. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, What what motivates you? Oh, goodness. Um, I am motivated by, I just want to have a really great life and I want other people to have a really great life. And for women, like I want you to make as much money as possible so that you can buy and have the lifestyle and flexibility (laughs) and do work that you are, you care about. So that's Mm -hmm. what motivates me. I like that. I like that. Um, what do you like to do when you're not working? Um, so I got a, puppy during the pandemic Mm -hmm. and he keeps me very busy. So I just love, he's, he looks like a little Ewok. He's great. (laughs) He's a little Muppet. Um, so I'm, I'm usually, you know, he's, we're entertaining each other. He's Mm -hmm. a heart. He's a hellion. (laughs) I I, I have to know his name. Of course. His, his name is Remy R E M Y. Oh, I love it. He's often on my Instagram. Well, I'm definitely going to make sure we're following you because I, I, I love, I mean, I have fur baby too. And we had, we gotten him probably, 
all my years sort of like run together now, but yeah, I mean, he's like, he's three now. And, um, and just like the time that we've been together since the pandemic, like he is with mama, like every day. So when I've had to, like, I had to go into the office couple days last month and like when I came downstairs and he saw me like with clothes on he was just very uh-huh. confused about like what is going on here and he was acting really strange and I was telling my husband I was like Max is acting really strange and my husband's like well just leave already he's like you keep hanging around here you're making yeah. him like anxious about like that you're not going to be here and I was like I know but I just was just hanging <laughs> out a little bit longer because and I was like it's just me it's me I have the hard time leaving <laughs> totally totally meanwhile Max is like he's like okay he's like but mom needs me <laughs> yeah and he was like um you know so then when I left and when I got into office like I was looking at the camera and I was like watching and my husband's like yeah when you first left he was lying down there by he was at the door for a while like you're going up to the garage and he's like and then I saw him like in here in the office where I work all day and he was lying in his little spot and I was like oh okay I need to leave I need this to end right now I need to go back home Max needs me I gotta go <laughs> so, so crazy <laughs> what is my next question for you Lindsay is what um what's a song that you're currently playing what's in your playlist oh my goodness okay so I I'm like a classic rock girl like huh? I <laughs> I'm kind of like ugh, my goodness I'm like a Led Zeppelin girl Rolling mm. Stones mm-hmm. I grew up listening to that stuff so mm-hmm. it's just like it's always in there. I'm just like classic <laughs> rock girl, but nice. I wish I could have like a cooler answer. <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I like it. Hey. And um, the last question is how do you end the day? Ooh, end the day usually with Remy. Uh, <laughs> uh, goodness. Well, usually we'll watch like a show. Oh, I just mm-hmm. finished Lula Rich, the, the, uh, documentary on Lula Rowe. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. So good. Right. With my husband. Um, okay. And I, we always end the day we've had a gratitude journal that we started mm-hmm. when we first got married. Um, we both write in the same one. It was kind of Aww. funny because you know, like your first married and you're like, I'm grateful for my husband or like, <laughs> I'm grateful, you know, and now it's like, we had tacos for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grateful for tacos. <laughs> I'm grateful for tacos. Uh, yeah, so, but it's just like, it's a nice practice. And mm-hmm, so we each mm-hmm. write three. Um, we've been doing it for like seven years. So Oh, I love that. Awesome. Last thing. And yeah. you keep you keep all the journals, right? So yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, love so that. So it's kind of fun. You go back to you mm-hmm. know, do you see what's going on the previous year? At least I do. Yeah. Um, and I'm always like, Colin, did you know we were two years ago? He's like, he's such a present-minded guy. He's like, oh. yeah. He's like, <laughs> I'm either no, in the past I, or in the future. He's yeah. like, I know what we're doing now. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Do- I'm about to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. Thank you. Thank you. That was a, such a, that's a great um, answer and a good suggestion out there for, um, for couples, because yeah. most, I hear a lot of people like I journal, but I generally journal on my own, but never really thought about inviting my husband to the party. So maybe I'll invite him to this party. 
Yeah. It's just, and I'm not a journaler. So this is a really great, like, I like the three, like get mm-hmm. in the three and it just helps you think about the day, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, and then you can see what they're grateful for and it yeah. sometimes sparks really cool conversations. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for, um, joining the show today. This was a, such a great and informative conversation that I know my listeners and watchers out there will, um, definitely take a lot from. Thank you for having me. And thanks for having this podcast. It's incredible. I've been listening and like (laughs) you, Kyra. Yeah. So, so amazing. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Well, you always have a place to come back to. If you want to share more information, please feel free. Um, Come back and see us again. Awesome. Thank you. Take, um, oh my gosh, I'm going to say take care, everyone. No, I'm not going to say that, people. I'm going to say stay tuned. I will be right back. back to the Globe Girl Podcast. I'm Kyra. Thank you again to Lindsay for joining us and sharing those awesome tips on how we can better self-promote ourselves in our careers. Those were great tips. Um, if you'd like to learn more about Lindsay and her programs, you can find her at lindsaylathrop.com. I'll also drop these links to her website and social in our show notes. Be sure you're following Glow Up Girl on Instagram. We are at Glow Up Girl. And if you'd like to watch this episode, you can find it at YouTube. We are under Glow Up Girl. So head over there, watch, like, subscribe. And then also if you're listening to this episode on a podcast platform that allows you to leave a review, please feel free to leave us a note. We love that. Also, I'd like to thank my sponsor today, Perfect Match Jewelry. Shop unique and bold jewelry to complement your style for only $5. That's right. I said it. $5. So we have necklaces, rings, bracelets, and so much more. Check them out at Perfect Match Jewelry. You can shop with them 24-7 online or during the live Facebook shows. As always, thank you all so much for listening. And before I go, I'd like to leave you with a little glowspiration. Today's quote comes from our guest today, Lindsay. We have to be our own best marketing people at work. Until next time, stay focused, fab, and glow up. Take care, everyone.